0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex and intimacy coach and psychologist, and I've spent the last 30-plus years helping people to create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. I'm on location in Atlanta this week and heading for self today and looking forward for that, that Southeast Letter Fest. If you're out and around and about At Southeast Leather Fest, please do come up and say hello to me. Today, the letter is T, and T is for toys and tattoos. Joining me to talk about toys is Sanjay Ladd, who's the co-founder of Mr. and Mrs. Toy, which is a premium brand pleasure product manufacturer. Their first offering, the patented O-Wand, is a cordless rechargeable waterproof wand vibrator that's received positive reviews and two coveted Red Dot Design Awards. It is made from the highest-grade body self silicone. It's stylish and velvet-soft to touch. It's rechargeable, waterproof, and comes with free international plugs so you can enjoy a little me-time while relaxing in the bath from anywhere in the world. So, welcome to the show, Sanjay. Thank you. Thanks for
1: having me on the show.
0: My pleasure. Um, and I'll say, I know the product. I love the product. Um, Thank you. Compared to other wand vibrators um, I find this um, equally a stronger stronger uh, much more sleek and I am in love with the ergonomic grip okay <laughs> um, one of the women um, at this party I was out on Saturday where I was, uh, demonstrated this also pointed out that in fact it is insertable okay Interesting. Uh, and some of the other ones are a bit larger or the way that they're shaped, they're really definitely not insertable. But this one is. <laughs> That's not where I was going with it, but that was fine. So it's another piece of information for you. So I'm really curious how it was that you decided that another wand vibrator was needed.
1: Okay. Well, um, having a, a retail background, um, we're selling toys it came to our attention when we we're selling loads of body massager, these ones, um, and they were all corded. And one of the feedback from our customers was, wish we could have something really powerful, but cordless, um, rechargeable and waterproof. Um, and this got us this got us thinking that... Um, Maybe there's an opportunity here to develop our own product, which can tick all of those boxes. So that's when our research started. Um, Basically, we just got some friends to do a little sketch and told us, told them what our sort of idea, what we're (laughs) looking for. Um, And then um, from there, with all our contacts, we got in contact with quite a few manufacturers and then started talking about a possibility of developing um, a massage wand, so um, this is where how the O1 started right right from the start well and one of the things
0: that's, um, that 's always interested me in terms of um, wands is that the reason that, that they have traditionally been corded has yes. always been the power side of it now yep. <clears throat> for those listening, picking toys is a very individual process. Um, if you've tried a vibrator and you haven't gotten on with it, you should try something else. We all like different types of sensations. And, and many of us like different types of sensations at different times. Wand, vibration, <clears throat> wand vibrators traditionally are quite a strong sensation. Yes. Um And they're, 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 the power is the thing that, that people want. Yes. And that's why they go with a wand. But traditionally it's been said that you can't, have that power with a cord. And I never really understood that, but I know yep. that, <clears throat> pardon me, the earlier wands that I had tried that were cordless really just weren't as powerful. Yeah. Um, and the rechargeability of them was questionable. <laughs> um, and, and so I was quite surprised at the level of power in the O wand. It, it is equally as powerful as any of the corded ones that I tried.
1: Yeah. Well it took us about a good two years in r and d research uh, with uh, a lot of lot of models a lot of testing um, to get exactly what we wanted so um, it, the power was very important but it had to be the right kind of power um, because obviously the weight of, of, of the product so you got to have the right balance and um Again, having it waterproof, which was um, IPX7 certified, so we c- you can go down to one point two meters, I think, safely um, in the bath or a swimming pool, in jacuzzi. Um, and these sort of factors um, that we were considering, well, it hasn't been done in the market at the moment. Um, we, when we're talking to the PR companies, they were saying um, you won't win an award on it or you won't uh, get even a a patent on the design because when we was looking we couldn't find a a, a wand in the market with a handle Um, so it was a unique shape Um, and we Mm. thought well this is a challenge but something that is definitely doable Um, and also we wanted something that's high graded silicon really good quality uh, product because safety was really important in our minds, um, a lot of products out there we feel is not um, as as safe and healthy um, as it should be for for body anyway so
0: i've got a question I've got a question about that I mean I know that I mean certainly some of the products suffer from overeating, yeah, which is definitely something i wasn't aware of till I was trying them okay. and, and I was really surprised. <clears throat> Um, uh, the Doxy that I tried, um, it definitely heated too much, okay. um, and, and it was quite uncomfortable and, and that was sort of a shock. I hadn't thought, thought of that as being a risk factor, um, okay. cause I'd never had a vibrator overheat before. So <laughs> it was sort of strange. Um, but, but so now I know that that's actually a thing and that that's a problem, with vibrators of this, this level of power is that overheating can be a real issue. And I know that you've got a safety switch. So if it were to overheat, it would cut
1: out. Yes. So the O-wand, so obviously with the corded uh, versions, we from our feedback from customers. We already knew that overheating was a problem. Um, So we knew if we was going to do something just as powerful and it's um, cordless, um, overheating was going to be a problem, but we've overcome that, um, and we've got a safety switch in there. So when it reaches a certain temperature, that will automatically switch off, um, and, it, and it won't uh, damage you or burn you in any way.
0: And to be fair, I haven't noticed. I haven't. I've noticed, nor has anybody else that I know is using it, noticed any kind of unusual level of heat. Okay. Uh, you know, so that it it hasn't been an issue for anyone i don't know anybody who's had the product turn itself off. it just hasn't been an issue, um, which is good, which is good news um, yeah. but the other thing is is that what is the the what were the other safety issues that you were concerned about with other products
1: um, well the materials used in in the silicon obviously they've got to be body safe so right. a lot of toys um, i don't know um, how other manufacturers. Uh, do their safety checks on, on the silicon but you know um, in the UK, uh, in worldwide actually that certain materials in silicon are now banned uh, especially with children's toys so with contact with the skin so we've made sure we've gone um, and tested various types of products, uh, material uh, and made sure they're not in, in our silicon um on on the O one, one so it's completely body safe that's um, fantastic so yeah and we've got a certification to to show that so um we we know we've got a really good quality product there
0: so guys this this product's being sold worldwide um if you go look mr and mrs toy.com which is really easy to find um and i i i said it last week i'm going to say it again if you put in dr Lori 10 you can get 10 percent off when you purchase one so i encourage you to do that it's a fabulous fabulous wand it also looks good which was another thing that was fun i mean many of them look like much much the same and much of a muchness and this is actually quite attractive um and and looks somewhat different uh than what we normally think of in this, in this category of wand. Yeah. Um, and on, uh, on par with some of the design, some people talk about the Lalo's design features, right? Cause they tend to be yeah. quite attractive products. It's definitely up there in that luxury bracket, really nice looking product. And the ergonomics of it are something else. Um, the it ba- the balance is great. So although it is heavy, you don't really feel the heaviness of it in use, because the balance yeah. is superb. Um, and if you do, if you are somebody who's got issues with arthritis or fibromyalgia or something like that, um, actually the ergonomic grip does help, and it, it you can find that that brings back the opportunity to use a wand again. Because many people have to stop using that type of vibrator because they can't grip it properly or comfortably. So we are about two minutes from break now, and when we come back, we'll speak a little bit more with with Sanjay about his experience in this field of of products and toys. And then um, a little bit later, we're going to be joined by Lance Houston, who is the owner of Shoebox Tattoo, and we're going to talk tattoos, tattooing, and sensuality associated with all of that, um, and all about the hurt and the non-hurt of tattooing. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes after a word from our sponsors.
2: Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered so just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own the Rose of passion then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm dry sheets the all new naked fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape while the stay dry barrier protects your bed your couch and even your carpet it's machine washable large enough to cover a king size bed and light enough to travel discreetly to get your own throes of passion, waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.
3: Do you feel uncomfortable talking about your sexual health? Do you ever wonder if there are others out there struggling with the same sensitive issues you are? Join host Dr. Jessie Chung for Chung Chat. She believes confidence is sexy and you should feel your best inside as well as out. Dr. Chung is here to put your mind at ease and make you more comfortable asking the questions you want to ask about your own body, but up until now have been too self-conscious. Chung Chat airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
4: Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
2: This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to one 613 1612 That's one 613 1612 Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee.com. Now more of the A to Z of sex.
0: Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. This is the second um, part. And this week is tea and tea is for toys and tattoos. I'm talking um, a bit more with Sanjay Ladd, who is one, one of the co-founders of of the O-Wand, which is an amazing wand vibrator. It's cordless. It's waterproof, like really waterproof. You can use it in the bath. Um, And it's sleek, and it's got a great ergonomic handle. Oh, and it's powerful. So welcome back. Um, Thank
1: you.
0: So what um, – because you've sold other toys and you've seen kind of the marketplace, what do you think are the most popular um, sex toys that that, uh, routinely
1: get sold? um funny enough uh prostate massagers interesting yeah really really big that was not big. what i
0: expected
1: <laughs> but that that you know and i just think the the men's market is is catching up um you know wow just constantly selling prostate massagers um and again the one market is huge uh, uh uh, another another really big market. Um uh constantly selling those uh es- especially the O one now. Um yep. and um I would say probably interactive toys as well is another big a uh, big thing.
0: I always thought that was kind of um an interesting one interactive toys because um I always feel like they're quite gimmicky. Right. You know, the one thing that they're useful for is if you're in a long distance relationship and you want your partner to be able to give yes. you a adult during the day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it. you know, they're really, they can be a lot of fun for that. Yeah. You know, but the whole app thing to me for the most part is like a big gimmick. Yeah. And then, and then of course, loads of people worry about whether or not, um, you know, there's uh, somebody can get your information and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then people would know you were using sex toys. I'm not sure what's so worrying about that. No, no. I mean, you know, sex toys are are amazingly common. Um and they're used to add to a sex life, but they're also used some people have trouble
1: yes. with orgasm, yes. and
0: sex toys can be amazing, amazing, amazing. So um a I'm
1: good just getting, way to spice things up and and a powerful tool to use, really.
0: So I've got I've got um Lance Houston, having joined me, he'll unmute himself in a minute, and and I'll welcome him. Um, at the moment, okay, he's muted. But um, yeah, no. So that was one that I found interesting. I also noticed that um, your the O one comes with a man's attachment. Yes, yes. And are you getting good feedback from that? Because I haven't noticed whether anybody is is.
1: Um, yes, I mean. Um as a, as a masturbator tool or the prostate massager, um, the feedback, the reviews from that are really positive. So, um, uh, uh, from a man's point of view, it seems to do the job. So, uh, fabulous, really, really good. hits hits the right spot. <laughs> that's that's good input.
0: That's really good <laughs> input. Okie dokie. Well, I wanted to thank you for coming. I know you needed to shoot off.
1: Thank you very much. Daniel. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: Yeah, my pleasure.
1: I'll see you
0: later. Bye. 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 Right. So now I'd like to welcome Lance Houston to the show to join me to talk about tattoos and tattooing. With over 20 years' experiences in the tattoo industry, Lance is one of the most sought out artists in Los Angeles. Between his own shop, Shoebox Tattoo, and his former shop in Hollywood, he has been selected twice by LA Weekly as the best tattoo shop in Los Angeles. Lance started his creative career in the art department at Universal Studios Hollywood. After more than a decade with the company, he focused his attention on tattooing, and he's never looked back. Lance has been featured in such magazines as Inked International Tattoo, Hot Rod Deluxe, and many more. He's appeared in the Discovery and History channel discussing tattoos and is in the works for his own TV show. Lance can be found at his studio, Shoebox Tattoo, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and his website is shoeboxtattoo.com. Hi, Lance.
5: Good morning.
0: Uh, it's great to have you. So um, for those of you who don't know and have seen my ink, this is the person who has done 95% of the ink that I am wearing. Um, so that's what, this is the person I keep sending, telling people you must go to LA and see, regardless of where you live in the world. This is where you need to go see. Thank you. So um, I want to talk about, I know you know much about the history of tattoos. I just want to talk about tattoos starting out with a bit about marking because the significance of marking your someone's body.
5: Yeah. Um, we talk from a home lot. Home. Hmm? Pardon? Go ahead. I was say from one angle. I mean, because historically it was, you know, royalty and intimidation and pride, and then it's shifted over the years, especially in American history, to being more outside of society. But I think there's been a shift back to a pride in your ink and your mark in your body and that in showing off your own personality and being able to express that both permanently and privately if need be. I mean, a lot of people have tattoos that you would never guess have tattoos, you know, but they have that marking knowing they have that confidence in themselves and feel better, feel more proud, sexy or whatever it may be. Um, in that marking. So, I mean, where, where do you want to start? Right. (laughs) So, I mean,
0: I was interested in what you say at the beginning about um, originally royalty. Now that bit, I didn't know.
5: Yeah, no, it was actually tattooing. Were only allowed for the Royal families and princes and princesses because it was like jewelry. It was an adornment. It was a body adornment. It was to make you more beautiful and the peasants and the poor couldn't afford that. You know, and it it separated the rich from the poor. You know, is you know, and then you know, depending on again which angle you go through history, the tribes, you know, the Borneo tribes and all that wore them for intimidation to look scarier and meaner, and you know, so. But that was still a part of pride and prestige and status within the society. If you were a warrior, you had the markings, and knew you were a warrior. You know, so yeah, you know, and I said American history is kind of interesting in that tattooing is that it was quite the opposite of that. You know, it's always fringe society to keep yourself separate from the mainstream. You you got tattooed to make sure you didn't get a job in a nine to five, that you were a hoodlum and a you know, a criminal or you know, whatever it may be, prostitute, biker, whatever you know.
0: I remember when I got my first tattoo, it was in nineteen eighty eight. Um, and so it was before it was popular, you know, yeah. it was not, it, it was not something everybody was doing. And I worked in a prison at the time. Um, and I got it where you couldn't see it, but I had told my boss about it because we were friendly and she said, well, why would you do that? The only people who get tattoos are bikers, whores and prisoners.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And I said, yeah.
5: because,
0: because for me, it's my body and that's what it that's what it was about it was about claiming my body that it was mine and i could adorn myself how i wanted and she just didn't get it
5: yeah and i mean i think i mean happily the dynamic has shifted in the last 30 40 years mm. tattoo tattoo artists and you know collectors of tattoos are changing that perspective again because our parents generation that's what they think of tattooing yeah i have every i have people that are 60 and their parents come with them Like, I don't want people to think my daughter's a hoodlum. I'm like, your daughter's retired, (laughs) you know, (laughs) living in Florida. I don't think anybody thinks she's part of a gang. But their perspective is that, that if you had a tattoo, you were some form of criminal element. And it's definitely shifted, you know, with uh, the acceptance. And obviously, bigger cities are way more accepting of that, you know, here in Los Angeles my doctor has tattoos, visible tattoos, you know, my accountant does, my lawyer does, you Uh know, people where historically would never have that. That's so funny. Okay. We're
0: just about to go to break um, and we will be back in a couple of minutes talking further about tattoos, not just tattoo history, but also um, we're going to move into talking about the idea of sensuality and managing of pain. And then we'll go to a bit, about talking on tattoos um, as a form of marking ownership, which is big in the um, BDSM community. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes after a word from our sponsors.
3: When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
4: Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: Welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Laurie Beth Bisbee this week. It's T is for toys and tattoos. And I am joined by Lance Houston of shoebox tattoo. And we are talking tattoos right now. So before we went to the break, you were saying that now in LA, it tattooing is so common and so accepted that your accountant has tattoos. Your lawyer has tattoos and your doctor has tattoos. It's interesting to me because as you know, having tattooed me, I still can hide most of mine. Um, and yet I'm covered, and so I'm I'm often a shock to people. Like when I go to a doctor, I'm covered, and then they want to examine me, and I don't say, "Oh, by the way, I have tattoos," because they're part of my body, so I don't think of it right. And then I take off, and people go, "Oh my god!"
5: Yeah, no, it's true. It's uh, it's interesting because talking about that kind of hidden tattoo, like it, you know, the tattoo as a marking is, you know, it's it's permanent version of makeup or getting your hair done or. Yeah you know, a fancy outfit, it gives you pride and sexuality and confidence. And even more so if they're hidden, you know, that you know that that's in there and nobody else does or only a few people do. And that's kind of the cool part of tattooing as well, that the sexual part of it, the, the eroticism of the tattoo, that you have this thing that is permanent that gives you that confidence and feeling and, you know, lets you be proud of who you are. You know, even if you have to wear the costume of the lawyer or the doctor or the accountant, right. You, right. Know, you know, you the real you and you can show that by your marketing. So,
0: and, and then groups recognize each other that way as well, which is correct. always really interesting. Even when you've got individual tattoos, if you're if you're tattooing in certain styles or so, do you find that people, you know, or certain kinds of symbols that
5: people do that for recognition as well? Um, of of course, you know, we all have our own clans and circles that we run in, but even just as the, the umbrella of tattooing, you know, being fully sleeved and, you know, a third of my body covered, I can meet somebody that has a small ankle tattoo and they're equally proud and part of the same club. Yes. Even if it is a small little dolphin jumping on their ankle, they still feel equal to it. And I agree. It's, you know, we all start somewhere. We all start small for the most part. So whether you have, you know, three quarters of your body or one little one, it's, it's that kind of acknowledgement and recognition of like, Oh yeah, we're all, we all have whatever quote unquote that is, that has drawn us to the tattooing. And there's actually a great, uh, I don't know what the right terminology, but it's called stigmatophilia. And it is the sexual attraction to body piercing and tattooing.
0: Yes. Whether
5: you have it or not. But I thought that was kind of cool because there is something, at least to me, something, sexy about somebody with tattoos not not to say that someone without them isn't sexy but there is a kink yeah
0: it's a a particular kink and and i I i am certainly clear that there are people who've been attracted to me overwhelmingly more because i am tattooed and there are people that wouldn't come near me because right. I am tattooed, right? Both you ways. know, and it's like, Oh, it's too bad. You have tattoos. You're an attractive woman. And I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, you've just told me I wouldn't want to sleep with you anyway. Thanks. For right. Her.
5: Exactly. Wow. It separates. Yeah. The do's and do not some, um, and there's an element too of within that. Uh, that's obviously the, the admirer of the tattoo, but there's also the person getting the tattoo. I've had people for sure who are masochistic who come back monthly or biannually, whatever it might be, Just for that kind of thrill of the pain.
0: Well, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah.
5: (laughs) Um, But, you know, that people, they're like, I had one gentleman who didn't care what he got. He just needed to get tattooed every month. Oh. It was the high of getting the tattoo, experiencing the pain. And it wasn't overtly sexual, but there is an uh, underlying sexuality in tattooing. It's a very intimate process. Absolutely, Especially because for the most part, unless you're longtime clients like you and I, you know, you're going to a stranger to touch your skin, to mark your skin forever in an intimate situation, even if it is on just your wrist or your ankle. But we tattoo the whole body. So to be in positions of semi-dress, marking people, you know, it, it's a very deep, cosmic, emotional thing, even if you're not aware of it.
0: You and, and in fact, when, the first time you tattooed me, you were working on my inner thigh
5: mm-hmm.
0: and outer thigh. You were working on a band there that hadn't been finished.
5: Right.
0: And 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 so I can attest to that. It is it's incredibly intimate, even when you don't know the person yet. Right. From the masochist mm-hmm. point of view, because mm-hmm. I am yeah. one, you can get masochistic pleasure from it, mm-hmm. yeah. even while you're hating it. And masochists will understand this. Many masochists are like me. I hate this. I hate you. Fuck you. You know, right. And in the meantime, you're high as a kite because you're really Got enjoying it. it. Right. Yeah. It, it's part of the dance.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So there's so many different levels of it. Like I said, it's something that I never actually thought about or considered or had been explained or talked about when I entered the, the business. You know, I was like, cool. I have tattoos on my arms. I like that. Let me do that for a living. And as time has unfolded <laughs> to realize uh, the personal level of which tattooing is. Because, again, most people go get one and they leave and that's it. But when you're doing it constantly, you're getting them constantly, It you cross that line at some point. And, you know, obviously you can take that wherever you want to go. But just on a daily level, inflicting pain on people is an interesting job. Yeah, you're
0: a yeah. sadist. Right? I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like my dentist, right? He says exactly. he's not a sadist. I'm like, you spend every day inflicting pain on people. How can you tell me you're not a sadist?
5: That's true, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, it's an interesting, like I said, interesting level. I don't think a lot of people consciously grasp the, the sexual arousal of tattooing, you know, whether it's the admiration of it, the getting of it, like you were saying, some people will be like, oh, too bad you have tattoos, where other people are like, oh my God, you're 10 times hotter because you have tattoos. You know, and yeah, it's it's interesting too because within that too, as we we're talking about with markings, you know, and back to the groups and all that, you know, you can associate certain types of tattoos with certain groups. You know, unfortunately, there's you know you have all the negative and bad ones, but you also have all the good ones too, and
1: and even within
5: houses, I don't know how deep you want to get into that, you know, but of um, you know, marking territory, I guess I don't know what better way to say that. Um, but you know that it, it allows people it's communicating without having to say anything. Yes, I mean, absolutely. You, can, you know, you're able to communicate your messages on where you are and and interestingly I'm sure we've had people not talk to us because we were tattooed in a good way. Yeah. We're like, you know, it's it keeps people away that we don't want, you know, that that we want kept away. Definitely.
0: I mean, it's. I always find the kind of the, the choice of mark markings interesting because I, I, I suspect there's a quite a divide between those people who this is integral to their being, mm-hmm. and those people who have come for one decoration.
5: Right. I would say, yeah. You have the whole spectrum. You have from the deepest meaning to the most just adornment of like that's a cool picture I want on my body you know and you know no right no better or worse oh, but no judgement you can get way deeper in meaning i've had people where their entire sleeve on both arms every symbol every shadow everything was a full story had full deeper historical metaphysical whatever may be meaning and then i've had people who are like i like dogs i got 25 dog tattoos you know that's wrong, you know, <laughs> right right now it's awesome
0: Right. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm probably one of the, the, the former. Yeah, I've got right. more so, yeah, spiritual symbols is very, yeah, is and very spiritual personal and personal is. and very right. deep. And and, um, and it's always interesting because because one of the things people do when you've got tattoos is people who do see them want to know what does this mean?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, you know, it allows you to gauge how much you're willing to tell that story. Right. You just be like, oh, I like colorful tattoos. Oh, great. You know, or you can delve into the, you know, the depths of what their actual meaning is. But um,
0: And how yeah. close do you want to get to somebody? How, how intimate right. do you need to be?
5: Exactly. Um,
0: and and I've, I've been doing a lot of back showing recently because I just finished my back piece. We didn't yeah. know when we started it in 2008, it was going to be a back piece. Right. But now yeah. it is.
5: And we're still not done. We still have a whole background of looking on that.
0: I know we do. I know. (laughs) Oh, and I figured out what's coming next as well. I think I finally figured out what I'm going to put Uh on my Oh, all right.
5: You're going to public skin.
0: I may. I may. I still have part of the calf left. (laughs) (laughs) True. But I I have been thinking, well, because something came to me after I told you, oh, no, I'm finished, right? Because I always say that, and we always know I'm not. Um, But something hit me right in the head. It was like, I really don't have those symbols on me yet? Oh, that doesn't work. And so it, it went from there. So this will be interesting. Um, we are a couple minutes from break. Um, and when we come back, I want to talk about more about some of the eroticism of this and, and particularly um, how this gets used, played out in the BDSM world, um, because there's some interesting things that people do, some of which I actually have some feelings about, um, that it will be interesting to talk about. And um, then we can talk about, I want, I want to know what you think of people who use anesthetics to take away the pain. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes after word from our sponsors.
4: The sexy lifestyle talk radio network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. Are you ready for uncensored talk about sex, relationships, and more? Then listen for Tammy's playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you be. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com.
0: Welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with Me, Dr. Laurie Beth Bisbee. This week it's P is for toys and tattoos. We're still talking tattoos with Lance Houston of Shoebox Tattoo. Now, just before the break, um, I wanted to ask the question, what you think about people who are using um, anesthesia or anesthetics to try and lower the pain of having a tattoo? There's lots of topical anesthetics you can use.
5: Um, there's, there's, I have two views on it. One for the ritualistic part of tattooing um i'm not a big fan of part of the journey of getting tattooed is experiencing the pain it is going through that you know like phoenix going through the fire and rising out of it you leave with this amazing piece of art but you had to pay for it (laughs) literally and physically to experience that and get that and enjoy that so by dulling it down you know it it, it mutes that a little bit. It distorts it a little bit. From a technical standpoint, all the topical ointments I've ever used, I've almost always had to probably do two to three times more the uh, touch up than without the anesthetic. There's something in the product that I believe helps pull the ink out. So as much as you're going through the pain slightly less, you have to do it two or three times more. Ah! <laughs> so, you're still probably getting the same amount of pain just over three sessions versus one session.
0: Yeah, that's so not my
5: It kind of backfires, and I've we've used several different brands. It's not just one specific brand, and all the colors tend to come out more. So I'm having to go back over it more and more and more than if I just did it originally.
0: Yeah. No, thank um, you.
5: So I'm not a big fan of it. I obviously will let people use it if they want to use it. Um, I find it in my older clients and not older in age, but older in a lot of tattoos. They're just tired of going through the pain. So they're like, just put it on. Cause I already have 400 tattoos. <laughs> I've experienced it, you know? So it's thought that's kind of funny, but, um, yeah, I prefer not using it.
0: I mean, for me, one of the things that I found very interesting is that sometimes, and you and I have discussed this, like a different day, it feels a different level of pain, a different level of hormones. You have a different level of right. pain, you know? So it's not just the body area. You can't go, oh, if you have a tattoo on your arm, it's going to hurt less than a tattoo on your right buttock or your, you know, ankle, whatever, because
5: it depends on the day. Everything depends. Right. Right. I mean, generically speaking, there are more painful spots than others on the body, bonier areas, more protected areas. But Hmm. there's so much deeper elements that affect the pain of tattooing. Um, from being extremely happy to being extremely sad to your level of depression, your level of stress, your menstruation cycle—there's so many things, and there's no there's no way to gauge it. You could be a depressed person, and one day you're happy. It might hurt way more because you're happy that day, but normally you're depressed and more sensitized to stuff, or vice versa. You could be totally bummed out your whole life and it suck, and then you 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 know life changes and you get happy, and the, the, the tattoos don't hurt at all. Um, so there is no rhyme or reason to it. And that's why some tattoos you can sit for 10 minutes. Sometimes you can sit for 10 hours. Um, you don't really know until you start because there's so many outside effects, you know, and, you know, you can't gauge those. You can't say like, oh, traffic on the way here. I'm going to be stressed out. Like it, it's not that simple. You know, it's-
0: I mean, I certainly know that the, some of the ones that have hurt most for me have been on sensitive areas of the body, but. Like with the back, the, the area that that I had the most trouble with with you working on repeatedly is the area um, around my bra strap. It's, it's there, that that's area, it. yeah. which is is a an energy block for me over and over and over and over again. And I know that because I have cleared that block more than you know. It just it's where right. energy if it's going to get stuck, that's mm-hmm. where it gets stuck on my body. And so you know, working on that to open that. Yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, fuck this. Stop doing this. This hurts. This, I can't do because that it's always an area of issue for me. And that's got a spiritual thing with it and an emotional right. thing. And I'm aware right. of it versus right. other areas where I tend to blow more that, yes, it hurts because it's a, a difficult part of the body, but it just hurts the amount that it would for that part of the body. And there's nothing else right. there. That-
5: yeah, you know, and I've experienced that several times. So I totally agree with you on the ener- the energy side of it. I've done chakras, you know, all the way down yeah. spine, and certain ones way more painful. Certain ones they can't feel at all. Like, oh yeah, that one's totally open and good. Other ones, you know, are definitely blocked. It's yeah, it's an interesting. I said it, it. There's a lot going on, way deeper than most people are aware of than just getting a pretty picture. Yeah. You know. Absolutely.
0: So I wanted to talk a bit about also how tattoos are used for markings in, um, of ownership in, okay. in BDSM. So obviously tattoos have been used to mark ownership and mark negative things a lot in history. Um, and in BDSM, they are used, often people will put their mark on someone, whatever that may look like. Mm-hmm. There's a popularity in putting slave numbers that seems to have gone out of fashion again. But for a while, was incredibly popular to mm-hmm. go on. There's a registry that you can oh, go wow. up okay. and get numbers. Um, with my uh, familial background, I was never going to have a list of numbers tattooed <laughs> on my body, right? Yeah. It was like that. Was like that would. That's a hard limit forever because
3: yeah.
0: I couldn't. I couldn't do it, um, and I couldn't do it on the off chance that any of my family would see it because they'd completely freak. Because we had enough people killed in the camps. It's just not.
5: Right, yeah.
0: But there was a popularity, and I don't know whether it's died down or not. I haven't been seeing it as much. It doesn't mean I'm not – I don't tend to travel in the circles where that was a thing.
5: Mm, Okay.
0: Um, But definitely putting your mark on someone or, like, was put on me. um, My collar is on my ankle. It's around my – it's a tattoo around my ankle. So
5: that's an interesting one. Have you seen trends in that? Um, the most I've seen, I think have been, you know, our houses will come up with a symbol or a logo of their house and they get that logo. So to the general public, it's a cool design. It's, you know, whatever that might be, you know, obviously the, the wolf paw or head or dragon or whatever, you know, but you know, some of them come up with like little shields and little things like again to the general public would just be like, Oh, that's a cool little snake, (laughs) you know, but if that snake is in the same place on four or five people, you're like, Oh wait, there's a pattern going on, you know? Um, but I have, I, I don't know say luckily, but I've never had anybody ask for numbers or any of that aspect of it. It's usually the symbology within that house, um, or within that master who wants this. And, and, you know, from the people that I've met within the scene, are pretty respectful in the sense that it's not something overt and obvious and, like, you know, property of stamp kind of thing. Although I have seen I'm, that. Right, I'm sure that exists. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, maybe I just have the more mature clientele or <laughs> the more serious adult clientele of that. But that's my shop anyway. You know, I don't really get, you know, the that hoodlum biker dynamic to begin with. So, um, but, yeah, that's real it, And it's few and far between. I mean, you know, I have... I have a lot of people in that world that just like to get tattooed in general, you know, so. Well,
0: there are a lot of us that do. I mean, it, it, right. it, it interlinks.
5: Right, right. That's what I mean, so it's, you know, I don't get a lot, a lot of people, you know, in ownership dynamics. But, uh, but the few that I have, yeah, definitely. It's usually just the symbol of the house. Or I was something.
0: thinking we have our crest on us as right. well, actually. Right. Um, we don't, we, we don't have the full symbolized, um, artwork, right. But we do have our crest that he has, his in the middle
5: of the and I've got mine on, on my right. And what's interesting, I've noticed that a lot of people, and maybe it's because of people who don't necessarily get a lot of tattooed, but most of them are very simplified because it seems a lot of, you know, a lot of the people getting it don't want tattoos, which is interesting. So this is, kind of that proof of like, okay, I am dedicated to this, but they want it simpler, smaller. You
0: know? I know it's so funny because I'm I'm laughing only because I know you're right and yet all of the people that I know who, get, who mm-hmm. get house symbols and things, like I like I'm visiting somebody at the moment who's about to get a sleeve. Okay. Um and and his house stuff is incorporated in this sleeve. Oh, cool. yeah. Um and so it's the people that I know who do this actually can tend- to have, or I'm thinking of one other person where the, at the middle of the back at the top and it's big, right? There's yeah. nothing small about it, but yeah. those are the people I know, you right. know, um, right. and, 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 and I think you're right that for the most for most, it's smaller um, and it really is a stamp of ownership, which, you know, you, you, you give people the same sort of... Um, warning that you give about putting names on your body like if you're gonna right. put their symbol on you yeah
1: right you know but mind yeah. you having
0: to have a small symbol covered up is a lot easier <laughs> than having somebody's name covered up so yeah. you know yeah uh, sure. we are we are almost out of time can i thank you so much for joining me i can of talk course. about this. i
5: know i said that went so quick i'm like let's do four or five more of these
0: well we should because we okay. we should There's so much to to learn about tattoos and and actually people are really interested. So we may as well do another one. Um, Guys, thanks for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. I will be back uh, next week. It's going to be a a replay because I am taking a little bit of time off, but we'll be back with a W um, the following week. And I look forward to um, listening, hearing from you all then. Have a wonderful couple of weeks. Keep it hot and sexy and I'll see y'all soon.